Welcome to You, But More Powerful. I'm your host, Rhiannon, and this is your go-to podcast for raw and expansive messages from health, fitness, business, and mindset, and as always, with a little bit of fun sprinkled in. My purpose is to help you step into your most powerful self and build your dream life. You'll gain clarity, connection, and confidence with a whole lot of practical skills along the way. I know you're in exactly the right place to level up, build the body, mindset, and life you absolutely love and thrive in. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the very second time I've ever used all of this equipment and this software and bringing you out a podcast. And again, I'm so excited about it all. I wanted to start before we get into today's stuff and really just chat about something because it was a really eye-opening experience and it's something that I wanted to share based on my, I guess, critique of the first or episode zero and just kind of reflecting on things. And I'll be completely transparent with you because I promised that from the beginning is that old me would have deleted that last episode. Um, and I haven't, at the time of me recording this, I haven't actually officially launched everything out to the public yet. I've got some little teasers and things going on, but obviously by the time you're listening to this, it'll be all there. But the reason that I'm not actually changing that first episode or episode zero, is yeah, I made some mistakes in there. I even said one thing where I mentioned, you know, if you got to the end of the video, um, not podcast. And I thought to myself, I've grown so much and I want to help share that with everyone else because if someone doesn't want to listen to a podcast because I accidentally made a mistake, they're not my person and they're not the people that I'm trying to help because here we're talking about progress and not perfection. If you're striving for this perfection and constantly holding yourself back from all of that and really just perfection, perfection, perfection. You're never going to get anything done. You're never going to get started. You're just going to put it off and off and off. And I thought to myself, I've had this podcast on my vision board for so long now. It's time. It is time to make a move on it. And I was like, you know what? There is going to be bumps in the road, but it is just the same thing. It's a bit of a metaphor for life, I suppose. The other thing that I thought was important to talk about as well is when we get started at something, it's like It's the only time that we get to be completely new and it's so cool because there's zero expectations from ourselves, from anyone. I mean, I was watching Ninja Warrior the other night and someone else said the same thing. They're coming into this brand new. They have no idea what to expect. There's zero expectations. So it's like, that's that beautiful point where we have, we're going in blind. We don't even know and we're going to learn and grow over time. It's the same thing that I I try to share with clients that I begin working with or anyone in that fact of having a reference point of where you started. And that's something that I really wish that, I mean, you know, I'm grateful for old me Um, at the time she served me well and I've made growth from there and I want to continue that path. However, she was probably a little bit too self-conscious or whatever it may be to want to have a reference of where she first started. So I really struggled to find like a, an exact before and after photo because of that. You know, I do have some befores and afters, obviously a little bit further along in the journey, but it would be nice to have a little bit more, uh, I guess, from the very beginning. So hence another reason that I'm like, you know what, if I'm asking my clients to do the things and take these photos or had these reference points of where they first started, then I need to lead by example and do the same thing. So here I am keeping episode zero as is. So here is your permission slip to go and do the thing, take messy action and show up. 
Now, today's episode is going to be all about um, a little bit of an overview of myself, what I do, where things are going. I wanted to do things a little bit unique and different because I highly encourage that with everyone and also myself. I am random. I like to have fun. I like to do things a little bit randomly and differently. So I decided that I'm going to start the episodes with like a little random and fun fact. And today's one, I'm actually going to just say something random about myself. But I would love to know what's your go-to fun fact. I want you to slide it in the DMs and let me know and maybe I can share it on the next episode. But a fun fact about me is I can actually say the alphabet backwards. Now I'm going to explain a little bit there because everyone's always like, what? But I remember always wanting to be a little bit different and a little bit unique. And yes, I was very nerdy in school and I'm low-key like a nerd at heart. I love it. But I would go to the library at lunchtime. This was in primary school. And I don't know if anyone remembers those like caterpillars of the alphabet in primary school. And anyway, I just thought it's too mainstream to be reading the alphabet front to back, A, B, C. Everyone does that. I want to do something cool, unique and different. And I mean, like cool is kind of debatable, but I started learning the alphabet backwards. So anyway. Now let's chuck some labels on who I am because that's kind of fun. And it's also one of those things that can also box us off if we let it really is about perspective and mind here. Now, has anyone ever asked you the question, who are you? I want you to pause for a second and think, how would you answer this? For me, I'm a 28 year old female fitness professional who When I say has become obsessed, I literally mean become obsessed with helping women. Yes, I do work with men too, but especially women get out of their own way and achieve everything they want and more. And this isn't just limited to health and fitness. This flows into mindset, business, career, relationships, like absolutely all areas of life. The thing is, I know how much doing this kind of work from health mindset, absolutely everything has really shifted and changed my life for the better. And I don't say that lightly. We're going to get to all of this stuff throughout, you know, multiple episodes down the track, Um, but it is so important. And I think really just not being stuck behind letting a body image hold you back or, you know, lacking confidence to say exactly what you want and why, or the fear of judgment or just restricting yourself. Like even me talking about this stuff makes me feel like claustrophobic. There's so much noise out there telling us that it's superficial to want more or make a change to our body or our health, or, you know, there's big movements going on and I'm sure they're springing to mind as I'm talking about this. But I really want you to think about it for a second. And it really does depend on where that comes from. And I feel like I you know, am able to speak to this topic because I have been on both sides of the coin. But if I want you to really think about the fact, if change was superficial um, and that was true, wouldn't any time you wore a new outfit or you dyed your hair or you put makeup on or you got a new job or you relocated your house or anything like that, if that was true and those changes, Are they superficial as well? Are we not allowed to want those? It really does come down to what we make those things mean. So I'm here to give you the permission slip and to shift maybe a perspective you may hold is that it's not wrong to want more. What I find the issue is, is that where it comes from 
is the deciding factor, right? So if it's coming from a place of I'm completely, wholly and solely so happy with who I am, where I am right now, and I have appreciation and gratitude for that, and I also want to make a change, like that's, that's the juice. I'm very much a summer girl and in summer you're going to find me at the beach. I absolutely love to spend my time there. Those who know me personally uh, would know that it is gym and then straight to tanning at the beach. But I do love adventure. I love fun. I love freedom. I really do believe that travel aside from education is one of the only things that you spend money on that actually makes you richer. Pink is my favorite color. I'm obsessed with coffee. I am currently drinking the cat's pajamas, but I am really open to figuring out um, some other good coffee beans. So please send your suggestions through. I am a Pisces. My human design is a manifesting generator for those of you that know what that is. I am new to the human design stuff. So if you do know a little bit more, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I kind of want to do a podcast episode on it as well. Anyway, I still can't quite decide if I'm introverted or extroverted. Like, yeah, I'm outgoing and, you know, those kind of things. But then I'm like, I really do love my downtime. I love to read. I love to study. I love listening to podcasts, go figure. And when I'm not working or not at the gym, you'll probably find me, like I said, if it's summer, you'll find me at the beach. But I really do love going for a good long walk, listening to an audiobook or a podcast. I love to just like drive and go and find new places, go and sit and have a coffee and just enjoy the stillness, potentially even reading. And I am a big sucker for reality TV. Like I, I, it's kind of my guilty pleasure, reality TV. I'm so obsessed. I love it. Although I don't really get to watch TV that often, but when I do, you best believe that's what I'm watching. Ooh, maybe I should do some episodes talking about the latest updates of some reality TV. Like, I don't know. Are you down for that? I want you to respond and let me know what your favorite reality show is at the moment. All right. All right. I promised I wasn't going to go down too many rabbit holes. So let's draw it back. Now, I have actually placed a lot of labels on things and I do them lightly because what I find with throwing labels around is that we can become a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy and that's not what I want to deliver. And that's a whole rabbit's hole in itself as well is I have an experience where you know, I was on that little tether of going one way or the other, really struggling. It was when I was diagnosed with my autoimmune condition, probably by the time you're listening to this podcast, about a year ago, and really doing a lot of research, a lot of knowing, a lot of learning, figuring things out. And there was a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff of like, you're this, you're that, this is it now and blah, 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 blah. So Really just want you to take it with a grain of salt, use labels as a fun thing, but don't become so attached for the identity. Anyway, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. And as they always say, never judge a book by its cover. And that's so, so true is whilst I feel so overwhelmed with, you know, joy and love and happiness and amazing things in my space. And I am so grateful and really blessed as cliche as it is. I really want to help like share that and spread that to you so that you know that I'm literally just a human. This is possible. You know, whatever you're going through, you're going to get through and everything that you've already gone through, you've gotten through to get here. It's like no one is any better or any worse. I want to hold these, hold these spaces and these conversations to be able to help shift that. But before I get into, you know, 
where I started and how my journey unfolded and, you know, what got me to where I am today, I really just wanted to share something that I've really struggled with over the years. And I'm going to be talking to this a lot throughout the episodes. And it's whether you're, you know, fearing what other people think and holding yourself back or whether you're fearing what other people think and you're actually dulling yourself. So you're either not going after the things because you're worried about success or you're worried about failure. And that really rings true. I really struggled with what other people thought of me. Um, I really, you know, liked to take care of my appearance. I did really well in school. And for years, I was ashamed of that because it was like, you're not allowed to want to look after yourself and also want to expand your brain and knowledge. And I now know how silly that sounds. However, if you're listening to this and you resonate with that, I really want to remind you in all of my messages, these are here to share and inspire, not for you to be caught in a comparison trap. So what is possible for me is possible for you. So if you're hearing these things and you're like, I feel that way, know that if you want change, it is there for the taking. Now, these things don't just shift overnight and they do take a lot of work and dedication to continue to show up despite what other people may think, right? And it's one of those things that it's that ongoing commitment. Something I want to remind you is these, this isn't just set and forget. You don't just unwrite a limiting belief and that's it, it's done. It's like these things continue to show up in different ways and we need to tackle it. And I feel as though sometimes things are put in front of us to test us. Do we really squash ourselves back or do we continue to expand and grow? And I really want to hold space for you to continue to expand and grow and really see what is possible. I used to listen to what other people thought and really squash myself so much based on their opinions of me. And what I know now, um, you know, expanding and growing is that what other people are trying to bring you down from is an insecurity of theirs. And it's like, This does not come from a place of higher or lower. It is just different. And it's like seeing that what you're trying to bring down in someone else is typically what you are actually ignoring within yourself. I use it as an example with, um, you know, clients that I've worked with and talking about holding yourself in some type of posture, you know, having really strong shoulders back, standing tall and actually asking them. When you see a person like that, what do you think of them? And it's funny, the conversations that evolve from that and and conversations typically do go down the path and not always as nuance and everything, but go down the path of, well, they're very confident and strong. And then we get underneath that. And sometimes what comes up is that they almost think that that person is up themselves or they think they're too good, right? Now, when they say it out loud, they're like, oh, I don't really believe that. but Deep down, that's actually how they're feeling about it. So they're not going to hold themselves in this confident, strong, tall posture because that that will mean that I'm up myself, right? So you can start to see how these limiting beliefs and things play out. And I really, really like dulled myself so much. Like I can't wear this and I, I can't put makeup on and I should be wearing no makeup and doing these things because of everybody else's opinions. And I was like, hang on a minute. If it comes from a place of, I really just love and enjoy this stuff. And obviously I loved it. I went down the beauty diploma path is it's like, these are just other people's opinions. And I used to tell myself the quote all the time, you know, other people's opinions don't pay your bills. But if you just use that in the sense of like, Other people's opinions of you don't matter. 
your opinion of yourself is the one that matters. And if you know deep down you're that good person, continue to let that shine. Anyway, sorry, I went on a bit of a ramble there, but I think that message was really important. Okay, so let's draw it back and talk a little bit more about, you know, growing up. And I did get picked on quite a bit at school, Um, you know, for being fat or big butt. I mean, that's a trend now, so go figure. But things like thunder thighs, chubby, you know the drill, like all of these, you know, cruel, nasty words. Now, don't get me wrong. I was still, you know, quite out there and I played a lot of sport and I was always active and probably fitter than I definitely looked growing up. But I really had an unhealthy relationship with food. I mean, carbs are the enemy. I would restrict certain foods. There was food rules placed upon me. And hindsight is always beautiful. I do think that comes down to a lot of like misinformation and lack of education in that area. But, you know, I, yeah, was quite out there in school and, you know, had fun and had a laugh. And I feel like that's always been at heart, but there was some really, really rough times and and darker times. Uh, I guess I would, you know, emotionally eat. I would pay no attention to how my body would feel. And when I got my license, you best believe I lived in the drive-thrus. Like I really didn't really know much better. I mean, I have a desire to change these narratives and the way this happens with the younger generation, just through better education and knowing more about ourselves and our bodies. But remember it being like, just eat less and have salads and all that kind of stuff. And you know, your parents tell you like, you need to eat fruit and eat vegetables and eat this. But I'm always been someone that needs to understand why, like I need to know why I'm doing these things because that really connects. And I will talk about how I deliver that sort of stuff throughout my coaching and, and what I do as well. But I've always been drawn to science, go figure, and a lot of evidence, always collecting evidence, always trying to figure out like the right ways and these things. And like I mentioned before, I was a bit of a nerd growing up and I would stay, I still am at heart, like I literally used to get in trouble for reading. That's actually so funny. Like I know my mom and I have a bit of a laugh about that, but um, I used to read so much that I would hide under my blankets in my bed with a little torch, had my glasses on and I would be reading my book. And I remember, I think like I might've been, I don't know, year seven or year eight or something like that. And my mom had told me to go to bed like three hours ago and I was up reading this whole book And yeah, she caught me red-handed, got really frustrated. And I said, I'm almost finished. Just let me finish. And I remember I was reading The Secret Garden. So if anyone's read that and mum didn't quite believe me that I'd been able to read the whole book because it was a little bit more advanced for my age, I think at the time. And then I literally gave her like a play-by-play of everything that happened. And she was like, just please just go to bed. Whilst I mentioned I was, you know, quite an overly confident, I think that really did come from a lack of like self-worth and self-esteem. So if you resonate with that, then you're going to stay tuned for all of the growth that's going to happen. But I was like a life of the party, a bubbly girl, but I had really, you know, those darker parts of me where my self-esteem was so low that when I first left school, I'd only apply for certain jobs based on their uniform. Like I can look at that now and say how ridiculous that seems. And it it is completely so far-fetched and detached from who I am now. But as I deliver these messages, I really would love you to really have in the back of your mind that it is okay wherever you are in dare I say it, your journey. Um, And if anything here resonates and you're like, that's actually me right now, I would absolutely love to invite you to look at this from the perspective of what's possible, not from a place of judgment. 
So not judging yourself on having these thoughts and these feelings, but really reflecting and being like, okay, if someone else can change these thoughts and the way that they're operating, it is possible for me too. So whilst I go, okay, yep, quite ridiculous looking back at it, at the time that was so real and so a very, like a very, very big limiting factor for me. And yeah, anyway, so I really just want to invite you to look at that from that perspective. I think back to it as well. And I'm like, heaven forbid I had to wear pants, let alone tights. Like look at like anything tight on my lower body was an absolute no-go. So I would figure out, okay, like what uniforms this? Like, can I do this? Blah, blah, blah. Look at me now. My poor boyfriend can't even get me like out of wearing tights if we're going somewhere. Like I literally live in tights. So again, you can, you can see the duality and and the change. I really did have um, a very big period of my life where I really struggled with, you know, mental health and body image. And I do want to talk to that another episode, um, but I really did see some quite dark and some low days and, um, you know, sought out psychologists and psychology to help move through that. But I stopped myself from so many things. And I think if you're listening to this here now and you resonate with any of that sort of stuff and you're holding yourself back, I really want you to like draw a line in the sand for yourself and be like, I am determined to make change no matter how fast, no matter how slow you may go. It is possible and you can continue, you know, on the trajectory that you want to. You can make a decision at any point in time. And I always like to say that you're never, you're never too old, you're never too young to get started on this self-development stuff. So anyway, I really did. I, I stopped myself from so many things. I didn't want to, I didn't study nutrition and fitness because like, you know, quotation marks here, fat people don't do that. Or I wouldn't go on dates because of my self-esteem. I, you know, wouldn't go to the beach or I'd go to to, you know, one where it wouldn't be popular or whatever, you name it. I've probably done it. The list goes on, like literally (laughs) crazy to think where I was versus where I am now. And it is a big thing of, you can't experience like complete pleasure without experiencing complete pain. Like if you really think about it, you know, to understand pleasure, we also need to understand pain. And it's like, you know, I thank myself for the experiences that I was able to have. And whilst they were tough, and I really do hope that a lot of experiences people may be able to save themselves from by me just sharing these messages. Um, and maybe they won't have to, you know, suffer in silence or for as long or think that things aren't possible. But it is one of those things, it is a part of my journey and my life and the way that things have unfolded. So yeah, I I really had a lot of, you know, self-destructing thoughts and limiting beliefs and I had to do a lot of work to shift that because let me tell you now that they aren't going to get you anywhere. They're the things that are going to hold you back. Now, again, back in the day, you know, from I'm talking like late teens to early sort of like twenties, I really, I did not look after my body. I was regularly sick. I had tonsillitis every week. I had my tonsils out. I had, you know, my appendix burst. That was a pretty rough experience. I might save that story for another time, but yeah, it was just constantly sick. I, I was, you know, going out a lot. I just, again, wasn't looking after myself. And I did do a lot of things solo at this point in time, you know, through 18, 19, 20. And these kind of like pivotal moments that I'm talking about now are kind of around the the end of school, the start of early adulthood and reiterating that 
if we want to be a different person, it's really thinking about that be, do, have mentality. So to have the things that we want and be the person we want to be, we have to do the things as if we've already got them. So, okay, if I want to be someone who is so happy with themselves, has confidence and, you know, amazing self-esteem and just really loves themselves and has so much gratitude and, you know, doesn't think they're any better or any worse than anyone else, but is just really happy. It's like, what does that person do? Like, what is that person doing? Okay. Well, they're going out by themselves and they're doing these things and they're stepping out of their comfort zone. So I was like, all right, I need to do this stuff. And I think, you know, right place, right time. I don't know if you believe in this, whatever, but the universe really does give you some signs and I remember I I picked up a magazine by chance at a hairdresser that I literally I randomly found on Groupon. Um, it was an article way back in 2011, and and that's when I finished school. So I think it was 2011, 2012, because it was about the divorce um, between Katy Perry and Russell Brand via text or whatever. Anyway, she talked about how you know some really low points, and I just remember reading this article, and something that stuck out was she read a book. Um, Uh, you know, and the book was The Power of Now, and it was very pivotal for her change and her growth and how she's completely, you know, shifted. So it's around that 2011, 2012, 2013 kind of time-ish. And I think reading hers was like, okay, if, you know, she experienced this and then she went here, it's like, how did she do that? All right, I'm going to, you know, she's successful in that. Okay, how do I look to do those things? And I hope like her story, as I share mine and, and share things on this podcast and information, this can help even just one person make those shifts. My job is done. So the power of now, um, it literally, it just shows you that Every minute you spend worrying about the future or regretting the past is a minute you've lost because really all you have to live in is in the present, like the now, like right here, right now. And it gives you basically this book, actionable sort of like strategies and things to start living every minute as it occurs. And I really... Yeah, I I really live by a lot of principles in this and you know, I go and revisit this book from time to time. I've I've probably read it about I want to say four or five times now. Um, there's also Practicing the Power of Now. You can get it at Kmart, by the way, because I did see it there. Um, I should find a photo of this book too. It's it's pretty rugged. Maybe I need an upgrade. But anyway, I'm digressing here. So I bought that book and I began to read it and it was a really long time. It was, it was, it was hard to grasp. You know, I was quite young and I didn't really know. I just went, okay, like this is how she changed her life. So this book's going to help me change mine. And even while maybe I, you know, on a conscious level, like, yeah, I wanted some change. I think on that subconscious level, like I was deeply longing that change and that growth and I wanted something different. I didn't want to keep holding myself back and yeah, shutting myself from, you know, never going on dates and never doing things and whatever. So from this moment, I started to, you know, be really I guess, curious and intrigued and learning more. And I I remember at the time, self-development and self-help books were viewed as like a bit of a, had a bit of a negative connotation. Like back then it was like, Ooh, like there's something wrong with you if you want to help yourself. And I'm really here to help shift that because there is nothing wrong with you as you are, as you've already heard me say, it is okay to be who you are now and be happy with that. And also want change. It is okay. 
right? So started, you know, dabbling in the self-help and learning more. And, you know, I was studying, I think around this time I was um, going to college in North Sydney. Um, and that's, you know, about a two hour and 10 minute train ride from where I am. It was yeah pretty rough. I think it's gotten shorter now as this is about 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, I, I started with a PT at the time I was building my knowledge. I, you know, was really enjoying things and just growing and learning and stepping out of my comfort zone. Like it was hard, but you know, I, I guess like nothing good ever comes from comfort zones. And I was starting to really, you know, fuel my mind. And, um, back in the day when Instagram had like, you know, you'd get two likes on a photo and no one was really using it. I remember just filling mine up with quotes, like quotes upon quotes and fitness stuff and whatever. So I really started to get into training then. And and during this whole time that I've been talking about, I was still playing sport, but I really started to step up my game a little bit here. I, you know, lost about 28 kilos. I was really becoming quite obsessive with things. I got into that all or nothing and, you know, going all in or all out, we know is always going to give you the end result of all out. I was, you know, building my knowledge and enjoying things, but it went to training like two to three times a day. I was doing up to 20,000 steps. I mean, I did have a quite an active job, so that's not completely out of the normal, but I was just constantly, I was eating less and less and less because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do if you're bigger, right? And if you can hear the, the satire here, obviously I'll, you know, won't, I'll be a bit more clear if you didn't hear it, but yeah, we know we need to be in a deficit, but let's park that conversation for now. But I was definitely under reading. I was overtraining. I wasn't recovered. I was partying like you wouldn't believe. I I wasn't quotation marks healthy. I, you know, did some challenges and again, kept myself stuck in the cycle of just training, going all out and then gaining and then losing the same weight again and going around and around. And, and this is a lot of what I talk to and do through the glow up coaching that I run is really just shifting away from holding yourself back from fear of success or failure. Cause we know that there's both, um, and really just moving away from the all or nothing perfectionist tendencies. Now, when things started to really shift, I was around 21 because it was around my 21st birthday, this story I want to share. So if we kind of paint the picture and we go 18 is around when I read that book, 19, 20, 21. And now I'm not saying you're going to need to do this to be able to take fear head on and just go all out. However, I really do reflect back and it was this point in time where I really started to go, you know what, whatever it is that I'm fearing, I've got to do. And I had said so adamantly, so stubbornly that I would never, ever, ever skydive. I kept putting this limiting belief of I'm not the person who would do that. I'm too scared. I'm too this. I'm too whatever. And, you know, typically when we have these rules about ourselves, it really does come from a place of fear. And again, I'm not saying you need to jump out of an airplane. But what I'm saying is that that moment I decided and when I have placed this limiting factor on myself. And this is when I'd started to really try and shift all of these. And I still do the stuff, right? I didn't just do it at 21 and it's all, you know, sunshine lollipops now. But I went, I said, I can't and I won't. So that is the reason I have to. I'm proving to myself that I can determine my reality. I can do the things that are scary. I can do it. Now, let me paint a picture for you. With this skydiving experience, it was my 21st birthday. My brother, my dad did it as well. And I'm scared of heights. I was, there was so much fear and excitement and things. And I was like, I've got to do it. I'm doing the things. The whole plane ride up there, I was not pregnant clearly, but I felt like I was about to give birth. And when we look at the video 
of my dad's footage, you could actually see me a couple of times in there and the look on my face, like literally looked like I was about to go into labor. Anyway, going the whole way up, blah, blah, blah. Anyone who's skydived can obviously resonate with this. And I had no idea really what to expect. I was just scared the whole time, but I was still just trying to breathe through it and just push myself. I'm like, it's going to be okay. All these things running through your head. And as my feet dangled out of the side of the plane, you know, the people in front of me, one, they're going to, I think I was about the fifth person. So my foot was near the, near the plane uh, door and it was, you know, rattling back and forth. And I just remember my legs hanging out the side and it's like three, two, one, and they're about to go. And I even have goosebumps now as I relive this experience. And I'm going to talk about visualization in another time. However, I remember the absolute like weightlessness and amazing, amazing experience. Like you just come out of this airplane and the whole world is like beneath you. It's just insane. Like you're so fast, but you're not fast. Like it's so hard for me to even describe and put into words, but the feeling and the adrenaline and the just amazing experience that I had, oh, I came down and I was on an absolute high. Like that was like, I have just taken head on the very thing that I said I couldn't do. And I had the best time of my life. And I really try to bring that back to everything that I do. Whenever I start to get scared, whenever I start to get fearful, whenever I think I can't do this or these things are happening or I'm not good enough, whatever it may be, I'm like, hang on a minute, go back to that 21 year old airplane experience. And funnily enough, I've actually skydived again since then. And, And from there, I started to go, okay, what can I do that scares me that I would have, you know, old me would have never have done this. And now she's going to do it. And I'm like, I want to skydive um, skydive with sharks. I want to dive with sharks. I want to do these things. I really want to continue to put myself out of my comfort zone. And even this, like, yes, I enjoy sharing and talking, but putting a podcast out there for the world, like, you know, it, there's some, like, there's some fear and excitement in there as well. So things really, really shifted from there. I, 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 the momentum starts to build. And this is what I really try and share through my messaging as well is just, just these little daily small habit actions that really lead to these big pivotal moments. And they're the ones that really shift. So, you know, from there, I really started to, okay, like I'm going to go for a new job and I'm going to try this and I'm going to go on a date. And I'm, you know, started to really layer it. And again, I want to, I want to preface this and say that this really did come over a span of multiple years. Like it wasn't just, I skydived and then like my life changed the very next day. I still had to keep putting in the work. And I went through, um, you know, left the family business that I was working at and went into another job. Um, I'm pretty sure I worked at, I think flight center after that. I worked there for a little bit I loved to travel, so it made sense. And then I, you know, was ready to move on after that quite quickly. Um, and I went into health insurance. I was working in a customer service role. I'd worked my way up. I really, I had a lot of awesome experiences at that place. Um, met a lot of incredible people. I think I worked there for a couple of years and, um, you know, did a leadership course while we were there. Learned a lot. Like I was quite young in these particular roles and really always seeking to expand myself. So trying to put myself in. You know, I always back to that analogy of like small fish in a big pond. I never want to be the biggest fish in the pond. I always want to be the smallest fish so I can learn from those above me and, you know, really just continue to share and flow those things. And I worked there for a while, um, again, a couple of years and, you know, just really, again, it just wasn't, things just weren't right, um, which obviously reflecting back, I understand, you know, looking at where I am now and I moved on from there. Um, and all the while still really just, you know, 
training, absorbing, learning, growing, doing a lot of stuff and and realized that, you know, the next place that I wanted to go to, I, I didn't want it to be, you know, just another job. Like I really wanted to look for something that I really loved and enjoyed. And now I should mention, you know, throughout this time, I had my um, beauty business where I was doing spray tans, eyebrows, all of these things outside. So as you can start to see, there's a lot happening in my space. I was doing a double diploma. I was working a full-time job. I was doing the side business. There was a lot of stuff going on. So a lot of work being put in and really just really connecting and going, okay, if the next position, you know, I want it to be somewhere I'm, I'm in for a really long time and something that I'm passionate about and still was quite blind to the fact it kind of dismissed years ago that it would be health and fitness. And I ended up finding um, and falling into a position where it was a, an activewear brand. So a lot of, you know, clothing design, fun things, event management. There was like photo shoots. There was a, a lot of stuff going on. And, and that was, you know, that person was a fitness professional as well. It was um, supplements. There was, there was a lot of things happening. So in the, you know, fitness industry um, and then the time of the global pandemic. And when that hit, the nature of that role really just evolved into um, really being in that health and fitness space um, in the industry and changing into challenges and nutrition and coaching and everything. Now, there's a lot more to, you know, the stories and everything, and I may delve into these things over time, but really reflecting on that history, uh, you know, the amount of time that I spent in uh, both the health insurance, you know, I was in more of a training role, um, coaching go figure, um, and then shifting into that next uh, business and role was a similar kind of thing, um, and then obviously evolving into where I am now. So if I move into the proverb that basically underpins everything that I do is it's a Japanese proverb and it's fall seven stand eight, basically meaning, you know, getting knocked down, but getting back up again. So much so that I have uh, the Japanese symbols tattooed on my ankle. Um, bit of a side note here, Japan does have a special place in my heart. I studied it all throughout school. I've been there a couple of times. I had an amazing, you know, trip of a lifetime. I got a scholarship and was over there and stayed with the host family. Anyway, digressing a little bit here. But I guess it really does back everything that, you know, I want to share with everyone that I do um, and that I live by. And if I really think about the way that PT with Re was born, it was, you know, things really did come crashing down out of nowhere. Um, and then it was the shift and, you know, getting back up um, after getting knocked down that was able to, you know, allow the business to not just, you know, survive, but, but thrive. So and prior to starting my business, the role that I was in, um, there were discussions of myself and the person I was working for to start up some um, business of our own and all of these things. And I was doing um, my fitness certificates at the time and all of this stuff was, you know, happening. There was a lot of really cool things to look forward to. It was, it was challenging. There was a lot of things happening in the world with the pandemic and the changes and things really did come crashing down out of nowhere for me. Um, I had, you know, just finished these certificates um, or just finalizing my cert for actually. And we just finalized the intake for the program that we were supposed to be running um, together at the time. And yeah, initially with a redundancy, as you would expect, there would be um, payout, uh, you know, of a particular amount of weeks and holidays and these things were discussed. But um, due to the size of the business, there was no payout aside from my holiday leave that sat at around, I think, about one week at the time. And I guess the way that it all worked is that, you know, one morning I'd woke up and gone to work with all these um, thoughts and ideas and things to bring to the table. Um, and, you know, the next I'd, I'd gone home without a job. Like, that was it all the things that I was, you know, excited and passionate and, and looking forward to weren't on the table anymore. 
I was in debt. I had no finances. We had just lost my great granddad, you know, not long before that. And there was a whole lot of things going on in the personal, um, in my personal life. There was a lot that happened, I guess, in the space of like a year or so that in the personal space. And I might talk to that another time, but I guess initially, um, you know, everything was quite, quite overwhelming, quite traumatic. I, you know, barely eaten. I was barely sleeping. There was a lot going on over the next couple of days. And, you know, we'd had discussions of, you know, this was it. And, um, I was super clear with my intentions to, you know, want to continue working in health and fitness. I was, that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I love doing. And, and that's what I'm here. It was, um, what I'd really, really found my passion with and, and realized. And again, I'm going to highlight here really shifted some limiting beliefs. Now I was given the green light at the time. Um, and obviously, you know, down the track, I guess there was a little bit of backlash and things, but it's safe to say that the start of PT with Ree was born out of flipping the script on a situation that at first glance was super negative and could have completely shattered my dreams, who I was, was a person. I'm not good enough. Just absolutely everything spiraling and just going back into my safety net and my comfort zone of like, just go and you know, do the next thing. And, and as with any story, there's always a lot more to them, but once the dust had settled and I'd picked myself up, I, I just, I remember flicking into a gear of like, I, I know where I want to go and what I want to do. And I, I can do it. I can, I can get there. I can skydive again. I can do these things. And I knew at that moment, it was my turn to go out on my own and, and chase my dream and, and do it on my terms in my way. And it was like, this is, this is the time I've been presented with an opportunity to make the most of it um, and to back myself. And I, I did, I, I acted quickly. I, you know, wasn't, I guess, immune to the fact that I needed to have an income coming in and I really wanted to do what I was passionate about. So at the time I was, you know, still had my um, beauty business and I was doing some things, um, you know, doing some face-to-face in the gym and um, slowly building from there and putting some final touches and things together. And um, I had, you know, handed out my resume. I was networking. I did some social media management. I took on some um, work there. I did some retail hours. I did some pop-up stores for supplement company. I remember saying to myself, I was like, I'm giving everything to this for the next six months. So I need to back it and go all in. Um, and that's how I want to live my life and continue on. And I'm not going to talk to that now, but I gave my absolute everything to it. Um, and I continued to do this and I continued to skydive off, off the ledge every time that they have approached. As we get to the end of today's episode, I do want to say thank you for listening. And I have done my best to try and condense, you know, 28 years worth of lessons and learnings into a short space, but do know that they will be coming thick and fast over the coming episodes. But I did have a few things few things to share. So I really, you know, want to just touch on if there are any times that you listen to absolutely anything, not just me and my conversations and get triggered. It's a really good invitation for yourself to really look at what beliefs and things that you hold around this particular topic. Uh, And now what I mean by that is when we get triggered, it's usually something that we're actually rejecting within ourselves. So as an example, if you're triggered around, you know, expanding knowledge and looking after your appearance and you kind of have certain views and feelings and, and thoughts around that, it is possible that it's something that you're actually, you know, wanting to do, but maybe having a limiting belief around that. So really just explore that. Education is a huge component of what I do in my own personal life, but also with my clients. Um, it's it's very, very important. But there's a few little quick quick takeaways. So every negative is going to have a silver lining. Sometimes it's going to be harder to see than others, but there is. 
if we live into the be, do, have mentality, we, you know, know to have the things we need to show up and be and do as if we already have them. So you think about the person who has your goals, what are they doing? What are they already doing on a day-to-day basis? And I really do believe confidence comes here when you act in alignment with how you truly want to feel. That's what gives you that, you know, unstoppable feeling. And if you can positively impact one person, go and do that. Go and do those things because it's going to flow into others. But a reminder, when it comes to self-development, when it comes to bettering yourself in health and fitness in any area, there's nothing wrong with you as you are, but you can also still want to be better and you can get better. And I, I do think this is you know a little bit of a woo-woo thing, but I think the universe really does give us gifts. You could be living yours right now and not even know it because remember, hindsight is beautiful. An example of that is me and my book discovery um, when I you know picked up that magazine back in that hairdresser all those years ago has led me along this path. The more that I listen to my intuition and I live in the present moment, the more happy and joyful and fulfilled my life has become. And I create that. You can create that. There are no worries right here in this moment, right here, right now, but really just be present because you never know, this could be your pivotal moment. The other thing that I do want to say is that uh, go and skydive. It's literally life-changing, but I think whatever you've said you can't and you won't, like whatever whatever limit you've put on yourself, I want you to think for this for a second and go, what have I said I will never do? What won't I do? And whatever just popped into your mind, that's probably the exact thing that you're going to need to go and do, obviously within reason. And another one as well um, is that every time I've invested in a coach or a mentor, and I still do this to the day, the more expanded I have become and the more progress I've made. So really just continue to put yourself into uncomfortable positions to grow and, you know, really just like work through your passions, your limiting beliefs and all these things. So you know, it's one of those things as well that adversity, it, it kind of is inevitable. We're going to come up against obstacles. There's going to be things that happen. But a big reminder that you you can get upset, you can cry, you can show emotion and still move forward. You can always start something new. You don't have to have it all figured out when you're young. We're different people. And the more that you get into the personal development state, the more changes you can expect to see and shifts and, you know, hopefully just sharing that is it hasn't just been a, a, I woke up when I was 17 years old and decided I was going to be doing what I'm doing now. So really wherever you are, like really just go after it. And, and, and back to that as well of you are responsible for you. So you need to believe in you. People are going to doubt you. I remember in the beginning stages of business, I had my partner, my family, my friends, you know, doubting, asking questions, doing these things. I obviously know their intentions were in a good place, but just really understand that, you know, you have to back yourself. You've got to block out that noise, right? Um, you know, I had those questions. What will you do about money? Um, it's obviously, you know, coming off the back end of a redundancy and in a global pandemic, probably not the ideal time to launch something. But when you have that passion and that drive and you just know, you've got to go with it. Now, I'm not sitting here selling you a story that I meditated and I woke up and life was perfect and it was amazing. It, it does not work like that. It was hard. There was a lot of emotion. I think I've cried the most I've ever cried probably in the last two years. But just a reminder that, you know, feelings aren't always truths and the limiting beliefs, are the things, the very things that are going to get you stuck. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take action intention, um, but it's also going to take, you know, leaning into fear, jumping off those ledges, really just following things that you're passionate about and getting clarity for yourself. And when it comes to personal development, when it comes to growth in the gym, outside of the gym, 
the work really is for a lifetime. It's not a short time. So it's really becoming comfortable with the processes and, you know, the the journey, dare I say it. Um, So the momentum that I picked up when I had that, you know, read that magazine was the catalyst for all of this. And the continual drive and progression is really identifying what's important to me. You know, things like my values of contribution. I want to be able to give back to others. I really want to challenge myself. I, you know, I'm going to go into this in another episode, but Continue to put yourself like I do in uncomfortable situations and experiences. That's where you're going to grow. And the work that I have continued to do and I want to continue to share is what has given me the tools to overcome obstacle after obstacle. Like I said, starting the business in the time that it was and, you know, with a negative bank account isn't necessarily ideal, but the work is what has allowed me to overcome this, you know, finding my passions in health and fitness, in mindset, and really allowing me to turn it into a space and, you know, a negative situation to turn it into a positive, to be able to share with others and be like, if you're going through something tough, like it, you know, it doesn't need to be starting a business or whatever it may be. Um, but it's like, if you're passionate about something and if you really have that deep drive and desire and you continue to show up and do the things, you will get to where you want to go. And one last thing I'm going to give you is I was told actually recently by a mentor, not quite sure where it came from. So I'm not going to claim that it's mine, but If you're thinking and, you know, worrying about what other people think, and I know that, you know, that is a pretty normal experience to have, but you're already doing things. Yeah. So you're already showing up in a certain way. You're probably dabbling in a little bit of, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, or I'm sure you can think of a time where you've done something you're like, Oh, I, you know, that was a little bit scary, but exciting. So you're already doing these things, right? And there are already people out in the world that do not like you. I know it's a bit, savage, but there are already people that don't like you and you're still doing things. Yeah. So see where I'm going with this. So whatever it is that you're thinking, oh, I better not do that because of X, Y, and Z, go and do it. There's already people out there that don't like you and you're already doing things. Stop limiting yourself on those others. And with that, I am going to wrap up today's episode. I can't wait to see you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening to the You But More Powerful podcast. If you're determined to continue to expand and grow and reach heights you never thought were possible, you'll want to make sure you're subscribed so you'll never miss out on a single episode. If you loved today's, I would absolutely love your feedback and to see you tag at you but more powerful underscore podcast on Instagram. See you guys in the next episode.